Count me in. Come on. Hi, my gay boys. Project You, the podcast. Nathan Jake. She said husband, not boyfriend. Grace Carr. No, I hate that meme. Nick Kelly. I don't know why, but I felt like they were doing the skit for some reason. Project You, the podcast. This is going to be a really good episode. Who likes our new opener? That's beautiful. It's a, it's a lot. We're gonna... I love how you've worked Hi My Gay Boys in there. Yeah, just, you know. There are, there are improvements to be made, <laughs> as always. But overall, we're happy with it. We are. Yeah, it's not bad. Thank you, friends. Welcome to a new episode of the Project You podcast. Lots to cover today, guys. What's everyone's pick of the run sheet today? What's everyone most excited about to talk about? Ryan Beatty. <laughs> okay. And Grace, you? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I just finished my dinner <laughs> of uh, fun-sized Mars bars and a Red Bull. Excellent. So, um, I'll oh, have a look. You know what? I'm hungies. Oh, <laughs> Charles is logged in. The first ever chart watch we've done with a number one sales song and number one streaming song are the same, and it's Sounds might not wrong. be what you expect. I'm sure Ooh, it happened with Drake, I'm hooked. but go off. No, it didn't. Definitely didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, but this is also Five Sauce's first number one, according to you. Don't bra- When did I say that? Last episode. Did you just ruin oh, the clickbait? Right. You decide the first tune of the podcast. Twitter decides. With a Twitter poll at ProjectU.TV. Nathan, Jake, we put two very worthy contenders up against each other today, didn't we? We did. Maribel, I'm a mess without you, versus at Leland Official, <laughs> run into you. And what one, my 70% friends? 70% of the vote went to... Our buddy Leland. Don't care if I dance into your space. Uh-huh. Drink all my anxiety away. Talk. It's a masterpiece. It is. It's probably one of the best pop songs of the year, and I'm glad he kept it for himself. Feels so Leland. Leland's just so good. So anthemic. Oh. Beautiful. And it's I just, a really interesting beat. Yeah. And the, the way the synths kind of like just go. The production's really unexpected. It's so unsubtle and it's perfect. And I like that it's about like being okay with running into your ex, in particular in West Hollywood. <laughs> like, I think Can you imagine? Oh, well, no, because I've got no exes in the States. All my exes live in Geelong. Mate, <laughs> some of your exes live in Nowra. Oh, good point. <laughs> Sorry, I forget that one sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, this is just like epic. This might be my favourite song he's ever done. And I was an aware stand I, I from was, way back. I, I love aware. Aware is a masterpiece. I wish it was still on Spotify. Brent. Is it not, is it on, not Spotify? on Spotify? And the original full time isn't either. Oh, Leland. Very upsetting to me. Um, yep. Great song. Got a song out every month until September. So good. Exciting times. So later on in the podcast, we'll get into the Maribel track as well. And we will that actually was a remember hard to pick. do it. Yeah, very hard it pick. It's very hard to pick. Pitting queers against each other. Uh-huh. Shot watch. <laughs> What's happening in the charts? <laughs> Five Seconds of Summer is at number one with both sales and streaming with Youngblood. Amazing. First Australian number one single on the ARIA charts in nearly two years since the Veronica's In My Blood in 2016. That is just wild. And a great song to be at number one. You know, you want something that thumps like this does to do well. 
yeah, I said this last week, but like these great 10 out of 10 pop songs don't have this kind of success, usually. But it's happening and like I can't even handle it. Hi guys. Remind me to forget, please. I already did. <laughs> if you get a sec, just remind me to forget. This um, is the kind of song I don't need to be reminded to forget. I feel like this song came out three years ago. Yep, same. Or three um, months at least. Now, I'm a Kygo stan after Coachella because he was just absolutely remarkable there. And this was the last song he performed after Conrad got up and did an eight-minute version of Firestone. We don't need that. Which was stupidly good. Um, Conrad has a really good song that we'll play later. All right. What is happening? Anyway, the Kygo and Miguel song's going very well. Another song I'm surprised to see going well. I can't believe... That after all of these years, we can still rely on Panic at the Disco to just pump out box. What a box. So High Hopes is currently about to break the top 10 in Australia, sitting at 13. Feels like it's come out of absolutely nowhere. This song shouldn't work. (laughs) It's a really, like, braggy song, like, I'm successful. And it shouldn't work, but it does. Because he's so lovable. He deserves to be successful. I know I'd go back to you. Selena Gomez, back to you from the 13 Reasons Why soundtrack. Growing on me. Yeah, another one of those Selena and... EDM things that doesn't sound good in the first place, but then gets grows on you really quickly. Kind of thing I'm happy to hear on the radio won't add to my playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Uh, so that's sitting at like number nine at the moment. Um, Jonas Blue and Jack and Jack Rise is currently rising in the charts, and it is a masterpiece. Oh fuck me! So good. It has no right to be as good as it is, but it is. That production just reminds me of um, of the Louis the Child and Wafia song. That wonky stuff that's going on there. Okay, but there's also a crowd vocal. Whatever. I love the crowd vibe. This is a hit. This is a a bloody slapper. When it comes to the masturbation bop. Yeah. Love it. When it comes to very clean EDM Demi Lovato songs, <laughs> No Promises is my fave. I'm not, I don't, I don't love True. this. True. When I think about that now, this doesn't stand up to it. And I'm really sick of British people just tweeting about Solo as though that's not the biggest movie in the world. <laughs> oh, and thinking Wait. that everyone's going to think it's the Demi Lovato song. There's a movie. I was thinking of The Drink. <laughs> There's apparently Wait, some, sort of, there's some sort of Star Wars shit involving my least favourite human on the planet, Donald Glover, and it's just... Your I know you've seen it three human. times. I've seen it twice. Shit. You constantly surprise me, Nathan. You're always like, I love the Lego movie, and I love Power Rangers, and I love all superhero... Like, Firstly, who are you? I do not love the Lego movie. I think it's fine. I haven't seen that in a long time. Power Rangers, the movie, is a masterpiece. One of the greatest films Jumanji, ever. Jumanji, love that. Uh, you just constantly Jumanji was come good. left of field. Uh, I like the Marvel movies. I love oh, Star Wars. <laughs> I'm so bored. I'm sorry, I opened bored. a can of worms. Put it back. Bored now. Move on. This Rabel co-written perfection from the Backstreet Boys is in the top 30. This is really sad. What are you talking about? The video is... Oh, yeah, the video, the dance moves are just so... If, if anyone else was singing this, I would be into it, but I find it really sad, and I, like, almost pity them. To me, it sounds like a Rabel song. Yeah, I would prefer it to be a Rabel yeah. song. Well, it's not. You know, you know what I think? I think we need to get out of this weird nostalgia fe- thing. 
And we just need to make new good content. I don't want another there's reboot no of every way, 90s show. Like, there's no way any new band coming back is going to be good. ABBA is not going to be good. Spice Girls, they're not going to be good. ABBA could what be people good. are expecting. ABBA could be good. I don't know. I don't know be. that it is. This I is... want it to be, but I just don't know that it will be. Song about an algal phenomenon in the <laughs> Eastern Australian Ocean when the algae blooms. Oh my! That's not always oh. a good thing. It can be quite unhealthy. You shouldn't swim yeah. in an algae bloom. No, I didn't. I never said it was good. I just said it was a phenomenon because it's you know okay. happens randomly. Bloom is rising at Spotify in Australia, which is a which is great news. Album alert! Album alert! Album alert! So, because this podcast is the loosest episode, I think we've done in seventy editions. Yeah, what is happening? We're throwing the album alert all around the place. We've got so many albums and EPs to get through. We just thought we'd chuck it into random spots you of the show. It doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. Um, the first thing we're going to check out is a, a very long-awaited album, the Shawn Mendes record, Shawn Mendes. She don't listen to a thing as it feels right. I love this Only album. When it's I love Shawn Mendes. She can take you one on wow, not she it. feels like... You take two of my favourite things in music Sean Mendes and Ryan Tedder You put them together, I love it Obviously Is this the Ryan Tedder one? One of multiple You can hear Ryan so much in this I thought this was a Julia song I was really surprised She's got particular taste A bop Yep Major key bop Um and then there's also the the great song Nervous, which is, is the Julia one, one right? with Julia, yeah. but not the duet with Julia. Yeah. Oh my god! Imagine a parody called Snervous. <laughs> what by Tyler Oakley? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love references. Snervous, but it's a word. I have. It's a yeah. Good how was Snervous? Can I get a rating on Snervous? Uh, what was that, two at least years ago? Yeah, it was in my Amplify days. <laughs> <laughs> good days. Fuck me. Um, so Shawn Mendes' albums usually have about five good songs, two good singles, and the rest is like acoustic songs that needed to be uh, in the oven a lot longer. This album is perfect. Like, there's like six songs that could be hit singles. It's great. What's the album called? Oh, Shawn Mendes. Okay, don't worry. Yeah. Because it's like the most him album so far or whatever. And like, for once it's true, it's correct. And the the duet with Julia Michaels' Like To Be You is currently uh, jumping up the charts. His whole thing going into this album was like, I just want to make music that sounds like the music I like. Mm-hmm. So he's like, that's why I want to make a Kings of Leon song and a Julia Michaels and song and a Justin Timberlake song. The guitar on this song is John Mayer. Oh, that's nice. Good on John Mayer. We're still stuck in the middle. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Cause in the John Mayer doing backing uh, guitars. I don't know what it's like sure to be. Having a bit of a back, backing, um, walking, up, walking um, up the fretboard. Another song in this album is co-written by Ed Sheeran, which has been really under-publicised. Usually that's the first thing the you hear thing, about. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I bought the album. Oh, that's unsurprising. Um, in physical Hard form. Copy. Honestly, I love buying an album and then looking in the booklet and looking at all the credits and stuff. Here's Nathan's Weekend. Go to the local 
record store, buy an album, go on a hike. Watch, watch the, the Lego movie. Watch the Lego movie. In the last week, I have gone on a hike. Watch 13 oh Reasons Why and First Over Miles highs. I have absolutely done that multiple times. <laughs> then come in and podcast. I'm so glad we've managed to mention Miles Heiser on this podcast. I love him so much. On board of the album alert, guys. Can we move on to a, a box? Yes. Yay! Glades have a new song. We love Glades. They're first on a new label. Oh, who? Wanna. Oh. Mm. Smart. Hello, Sarah Thomas. Friend of ours at Warner. Okay. Now, it's nice to hear an anthem follow an anthem with Glades, because Do Right was an anthem. I mean, they're all anthems over there at Glades yeah. HQ. Do you ever have that problem in your your life, Grace? The problem I'm having right now is that having a live microphone sit in front of my face, I subconsciously hold my breath and I'm like passing out over here. Why? I don't know because I feel like my breathing's too loud. Just move your face away. (laughs) Stop breathing. Did no one? You've worked in radio for like twelve months. Has no one taught you mic technique? Yeah, but I just I feel like my breath is too loud. He's Loot, which I thought was an EDM producer. No, they're that duo that keeps making the same song over and over again, but for once they haven't. Your Side of the Bed and Out of My Head were the same song. <laughs> so it's good. They were both good, but they were the same song. Follow the formula. This time, it's like they've got Joe Jonas. It's called Longer Than I Thought. It sounds like um, Blood Pop Friends, Justin Bieber featuring Julia Michaels. That's what it sounds like to me. This is so nice. It's completely fine, but due to the fact that Joe Jonas is currently in the country, it's, it's doing well. If it if he wasn't here, it would be doing nothing. I didn't actually notice it was doing well. Where are we sort of talking? It's in, it's in the chart. Oh, yeah, it's 63. The coveted number. <laughs> we love... So this is the, the, the loot woman. Oh, okay. I see what you mean about thinking it was an EDM duo. It kind of has that cheat codes and no promises vibe to it. A little bit. I've played loot on here before. A little bit. Oh, I never remember. This is the new theme song of the podcast. Sort of. Should know better by now. Best opening of the year. And you know that I want some. Very greatest showman. <laughs> I'm just thinking how much fun this song would have been to like write and be in the studio making. Mm-hmm. Like it's so. Who's on it? It's Jay Hart. Betty. That's all I know. Yeah. That's all that matters, really. Still fun. No offence to any other writers on the record. But he's already on his way. You know the worse they are, the better they taste. That early 2000s Max Martin vibe. It's so good. It's just so good. Might be my favourite since Take Me When You Go stuff. Oh, 
she just keeps putting out songs that I really like. <laughs> to sit down and rank them, I would struggle. It's very upsetting that she keeps doing that. How it's, dare she keep you know delivering great content? You know what's upsetting is that she hasn't done a bloody show in Sydney so in long. like three years. Since what, that one at the Beresford? That was when you and I met, Nathan. The day after that. Jeez. Album, album alert. alert. Album alert. <laughs> Not album, album alert. <laughs> EP alert. So Lova <laughs> is someone that I ca- or maybe Lover or Lova. Someone I came across Lova. maybe eight weeks Luba. ago, just on New Music Friday. She's going to be in Australia next week supporting Noah Khan. Now she's from Sweden. She's got like 200 followers on Facebook. And I realised that this song, when I heard it the other week, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is called You, Me and the Silence. You, Me and the Silence. It's just such, like, nice, intricately made pop. I just love it. It's got such a cool beat to it. And then she's got this song called Insecurities that came out the other week. Yeah, I liked Insecurities. It's got, like, a Tove Sterk vibe to it. Tove Sterk. Tove Sterk. And the whole EP came out this week, and it's definitely worth a listen if you have a set, because it's bloody fantastic. And yeah, if you're in Australia, check her out with Noel Khan, um, who's on stage in Sydney on Thursday and Melbourne on Friday. Did I tell you about how Noah Khan used to live on a tree farm? No, can you tell me more? That's it. <laughs> Hang on. A tree farm? Yeah, apparently every like 15 to 20 years, the government comes in and chops down some trees and that's about it. It's a pretty lazy farm. No offence to tree farmers. <laughs> Wait, you don't have to. You just don't have to do that much. Wait, did he? So he did he live on the tree farm? Apparently, he had a, many acres and many dogs. But the government would come in and chop the trees every year, and then they just grow again. And no, then not every year. Again. Every like fifteen years. Oh yeah. right, okay, that's good. So yeah, what, what what was the sort of how how was that a profitable business? I have no idea. <laughs> I just saw it in an interview. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. Yeah, it's time for what's up with what. Up with, little to report. What's up with <laughs> little to report on the his one of his first Australian number ones, if not his first Australian number one? Didn't he have a global number one with for you? Oh yeah, was that one? That never went one. On, that never went number one in Australia though. No, not properly. Did. Anyway, anyway, he's got the number one song in Australia. Blood, Sounds this. familiar. Have we talked about this before? I think we have. Think we looped it about six times. Let's move on. <laughs> I could stare at you for days Why can't you fucking behave I know what you like It's killing my, killing my, killing my Here's G-Flip I don't want to go and sin I got things I, I just, I really commend this woman for referring to herself as G-Flip Like G-Easy and G-Unit vibes G-Banger and G- Yeah Bone G-Bone G-Wiz G-Wiz, that's a good one Come on guys, hold on um, so yeah, this is her new song that follows up About You, which was a big Triple J moment. This is called Killing My Time. I think it's very pretty. What do you guys think? I don't like this part. I was I was very excited by it until we got here. I've heard so much about G Flip and I've not actually heard her, so it's cool to actually hear her. 
I just didn't think that G Flip would go this pop as quick because most people who I like, didn't either because I'd never dedicated a moment a moment of thought to her. Because this was her debut. You know, I think it's one of the best pop choruses of the year, but it's very sort of sits in that indie world of we're too scared to call anything pop for a bit. And then, you know, Killing My Time's just pop as hell and it's great. So I look forward to more work from the one and only G Flip. Shy Martin is a good new artist from Scandinavia. You may know her from Mike Perry's The Ocean. You may not. Because <laughs> that could have been anyone. <laughs> could have been G Flip. I would have assumed that that was that, like, 14-year-old girl. Oh, oh Grace Vanderwall. Grace Vanderwall. No, the one who was on an EDM song once. Hot. Nominated for three <laughs> awards at the Music for La Garnas Prix. Well, it's no Melody for Stavarland, so I'm not interested. <laughs> Forget that word <laughs> <laughs> has never been pronounced with more of an Australian accent ever, I'm sure. Melody Festivalen. Do you reckon we should have an Australian Melody Festivalen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I wish we can. I'd, anyway, this is I'd nice. Single work from Shy. Nice it's, to hear her outside of a, Ocean Territory. It's a really good song. Can you play Ocean, please? <laughs> Oh, I hate this song. Oh, I remember it. It was the first of those, like, Alan Walker yep. things. Yep, Alan Walker faded. Kind of the first of those drop I songs that hit commercial radio. It's, it was the song of the summer, you could say. Oh, you could say that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to something good. <gasps> Jesse St. John! It's called Fake It. This feels like what I want Sky Ferreira to come back with. A name that I'm slowly beginning to forget because it's been so long. You didn't need to be reminded to forget. Remind me to forget. What was that one? That was a throwback to earlier. Kygo and Miguel. Kygo and Miguel. Yeah, no, this is a great song, and it's so cool because it's so different to Move, which was Jesse's first single that we covered a few episodes ago, which was like this debaucherous DNCE cake by the ocean on Amel situation. Yeah. After a big old Amel head rush. Not that I've ever sniffed Amel. Oh, you've never. never. No. I've used it to clean my shoes. I've truly never. What? <laughs> is that a thing you can do with that? Apparently. Is it not just a dangerous chemical? Like- yeah. It's it's leather cleaner. I thought it was VHS tape head cleaner. I think you can do both of them. It's a multi-purpose item. Why is this item. a thing people sniff if it's leather cleaner? You have sniffed Amul. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not illegal. Chill. My parents listen to this. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Stomping my feet. This is such an epic bit. Like... This is the kind of song that w- live would just go out of control. I love pop music production. I know. How can you make it that big? It's like we listen to something like 
bloody Shy Martin or Betty whose taste that's so minimalistic and awesome and, and sort of just all these clicks and shit. But then you listen to this and it's so expansive and layered and amazing. Expansive, it's so lush. Oh, it's lush, mate. Beautiful. Good work to all involved in Justice and John's fake hits. Album alert. Album alert. It's like we just did this, but here's another album alert. Time to play a record from BTS, the popular K-pop act. And they are popular. Oh, they're popular. Number one album in the US actually sold physical copies. Wow. 100,000 of them. 100,000 physicals. Mm -hmm. That's out of control. So they are the first K-pop group to ever top the Billboard charts. That's pretty cool. Um, Just thinking about the amount of money that this group is generating, oh. and I'm not saying money that they're making because God knows. But they what have goes to split it between like 20 of them, don't they? The music industry in South Korea is very, very, very different. Like I don't know if they would even pocket profits. It's an absolute beast. Yeah, so I don't know how any of that works, but my god, the amount of money that they would make. Like, one of my friends loves K-pop and, like, went to their show and bought very expensive merch. And I was like, Jesus Christ, they must yeah. be making money. So, the impact of this band is ridiculous. They have nearly double the number of mentions per year on Twitter than Donald Trump and Justin Bieber combined. Jeez. That's how popular these guys are. I don't know how they're not popping in Australia Australia yet, but it's got to be getting close. Does well, I mean, anyone know what um, BTS stands for? Because in my head I keep reading it as behind the scenes. That, like, <laughs> I think news thing. I don't know if it does stand for anything, honestly. We've talked about this before on this podcast, I think. I think we have. Probably. I mean, we've done 69 episodes now. Like, Oh my God, is this the 69th episode and we haven't even done anything? I think it's the sex episode. Oh no, we missed it. This is a bop. Which is the Amenike co written one? This one. This one? You can't hear it. Would you like to know what BTS stands for? Love to. Uh, BTS is an acronym for the Korean expression Bangtan Sonyeondan. Bangtan boys. It m- literally means bulletproof boy scouts. I love this chorus this so cool. much. Yeah, I really like it. I listened to this album quickly skimming through this afternoon. Same. Yeah. And um, my brain switches off when I can't hear clear melodies when it's in another language. Yeah. Um, but this was the but only song that worked so for my don't brain. Don't you listen to, like, everything in Swedish, Nathan? I listen to maybe one or two Swedish or Scandinavian songs a year. Yeah. Maybe one or two French songs, if it's by, like, Yell. Okay. Yeah, we always love <laughs> listening to Yell or Madion. We're always okay That's with Madion. Now, um, I want to give Grace a segment here. Grace asked me today in a private message that you went privy to, Nathan, if she could have a segment today to talk about the lineup I for a festival not. in Wollongong. <laughs> Here's Grace's segment. Tell us what's happening. I'm not prepared for this. What do you, what do you um, want to talk no, about? No, I'm just excited because there's something close to Nara, which is where I live, and I feel very far from everything. Mm-hmm. I was excited at the rock prospect music. of a festival in um, Wollongong, but that's about all I have to say with it. Congrats East, congrats Morat, congrats Peking Duck. (laughs) God, I hate Australian festivals. In the UK, you can go to a festival and see, like, Sean Mendes. (laughs) Oh my God, no. What was? (laughs) And Rita Ora. There was a festival, Kaboo Festival. The lineup reads, The Chainsmokers, Duran Duran, Zed, (laughs) 
Jason Derulo, Brian Adams, Kevin <laughs> Crows, Flo Rider, Blondie, Marin <laughs> Morris, Sean Paul, Shaggy, Salt and Pepper. And that's where I start to like lose track of who oh people my God. are. But then in the comedy section in the same festival, it also has Wanda Sykes and David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> Remarkable. It's the most absurd lineup of every anything I've ever seen in my life. Did everyone see this wholesome content yesterday? I hate the word wholesome, but go on. Oh, is this the, the bloke singing um, Dua Lipa One Kiss? Yeah, a full stadium of blokes singing along to Dua Lipa at the UEFA Champions League, or should we say Dua Peep? Here we go. Listen to their chorus. Ready? One kiss is all it takes. When this song blocked Ariana from going number one in the UK, I, I was, it baffled me. I, I did not know it had this deep of an impact on normie culture. <laughs> on normie culture in Northern England. Like, this is how they deal with it. Like, that's like we found love level. <laughs> like Wild, right? It's a bop, though. Um, Nathan, would you like to do your segment Boys right now? Where you play songs by boys. So this week we have one of, I think, my favourite songs of the year. Like, there's the Troy songs and then this. And the Keenan song. They're all gay as hell. So this is Ryan Beatty. You'll know him from Brockhampton songs such as Bleach, uh, where he always has a pitched vocal. Oh, that's him. You'll know him from 2012 smash hit Hey LA. And from over the years where I've talked about him all the time, uh, because I love Is him. he saying, I want to feel you inside of me, or I want to feel you Ooh. saddle me? Either way. Shine on me. Oh. Later in this song, it does kind of go there. <laughs> I really like this. It's what I want Frank Ocean to sound like. I went to dance with my high school girlfriend. Left from the dance without my this is cool. It's so good. I love it. I thought you said it was gay. Hang on, let me find the gay bit. Are you hearing these lyrics, Grace? Pony boy, ride on, ride on, ride on me in my dreams, in my fucking dreams. There's also, she's out there slow dancing to the song and we're in the boys' bathroom making out. Yeah. Oh, well, just dump the girl. Don't lead her on. I'm very passionate about this. How beautiful are these lyrics? And he dances, and he dances, and he dances. That's my man. In my dreams, in my fucking dreams. I already miss him. I already miss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Speaking of um, gay, yeah. um, I saw Call Me By Your Name for the first time like last no week. No way. Give us a yeah. review. It was nice. It was weirdly arousing um, <laughs> at all times. I don't, I don't know why. I was like, holy shit. Um, but no, it was really nice. It was a lovely movie. Um, I like to hear Timothy it. Chalamet. 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 Moved on from Timmy. Um, this is a really good song. I didn't notice it when I first listened to it, but it's very good. It's beautiful and perfect. Um, Conrad Sewell, who I uh, hate usually, has. 
Why is he in your boys segment? I thought these were boys we liked and thought were cute. We ran out of space in the rest of the run sheet, and I was just trying to fit things in. He doesn't belong here. Boys segment is over. Um, shouts to Conrad, who I ran into on the VA2 flight from LA to Sydney a few weeks ago, but coming back to do promo for these singles. Healing hands. And the chorus is wonderful. It reminds me of um, the ballads that Ryan Tedder used to write and produce and just like give to people. Yeah. Uh, and I am obsessed with the chorus of this, which is starting now. Well done, everyone. <laughs> This song. Where's that? On, Home and away. On a sink for a na- neighbor's ad. Yep. Now, this part is so good. You got healing hands, and I swear to God that I'm a better man. Okay, I hate it, but no, I don't hate it. No, it's good. It's fine. It's I good. Love it. And also, it's meant to, like it. the two songs he put out are both meant to sort of be parables of his experiences when he got famous and, you know, had those few years of, of stuff going on. What um, was the first Conrad song? It was quite good. Um, it was Who You Loving, actually. Yes, yeah, no. no. The first Conrad song was Who You Loving. No, this no, no, one. no. There was one before that. No, there wasn't, mate. So who you oh, no, no, there it was. Wasn't this one. It was, and the first one was really good. Was yeah. it a ballad? No, here it was. It was this. And then there was this one, which is a ballad, I think. think about love. Oh, that was also on a Home and Away ad or something. Yep, and then there was this. There's a hole in the middle of my heart again. Spies. He had like four hits in a row. So that doesn't happen to Australian artists. No. And then he went overseas we and did his thing. appreciate his name? Conrad Ignatius Mario Maximilian Sewell. And then it says, not to be confused with Grace, in brackets, Australian singer. <laughs> How would anyone confuse Conrad and Grace? I know they're brother and sister, but like... They're very different. Yeah. Why would... Stage names are a thing. Why would you not go for like Conrad Ignatius? Yeah. Because Seawall is more easy to say, as, as a certain radio announcer we know used to... Oh my it. God, Conrad Seawall. <laughs> you know what? I used to oh, nobody will know. be confused by how Ariana Grande wore all of her jackets on her shoulders. <laughs> I was baffled by it, but I've been doing it for 15 minutes now, and I'm into it. <laughs> He's doing the exact thing when she came out at Coachella with her bloody pink purple jacket, her she, mauve jacket on her shoulders. Her entire show she did in Sydney, it was half off. Give me your phone. Like, what are you doing? Give me your phone. I want to take a photo of you. Oh, my God. Yesterday, I was at a choir rehearsal for an uh, amateur musical that I'm in. And uh, I said that I was too cold with my jumper off, but too hot with it on. So this, like, 90-year-old woman comes over and puts a shawl on my shoulders oh. and then left. Nick. It was so cute. Quiz. Nathan. Do you know who this is? No. The guy who is no. my, my lock screen. <laughs> no, who is it? It's Tom Holland. Who? <laughs> what is happening? Is he in a you movie? You know, this is an audio medium, right? <laughs> I was just giving him a quiz. Nick does not know who Tom Holland is. Okay, we've had Conrad Sewell's Who You Lovin' on loop for two and a half minutes. Should hey, we do something? I didn't Good. do this. Lau finally put out Paranoid. He played it on tour. It was it went off. And uh, now here it is. Paranoid is, according to Spotify credits, self-produced. I would believe that. He's probably the one artist I would believe actually self-produces. Mm-hmm. He also put out a song called Bracelet. 
it's the kind of song that I can see why it was left to just chuck out randomly with another song. I'm really glad we've kind of moved on from the uh, noun songs like Flashlight and Chandelier and Bracelet and whatever else. I love that you went to Flashlight by Jessie J. Oh, yeah. The song is so good. Very good. The, the, the production is particularly wonderful. Very intimate. Won't be a hit, but what can you do? Album alert. Album alert. Again. Album alert. <laughs> <laughs> 13 Reasons Why soundtrack's out, guys. And uh, anyone watch the series yet? Nope. I, I wouldn't recommend that you did. Um, no. But uh, I did. Oh, of course. Because who's lovely to look at? Miles Weiser. <laughs> Even with his haircut? I got used to it. And then in the last episode, it was cut, and I was like, oh, yes. Who am I? Who oh. am I? Jeez. Um, yeah, I really like your... Um, I like your... Yeah, you, you did well. Um, yeah. I'm Miles Heiser on Drag Race. Why do you... Oh, my God. What? Why do you know what? anything about what happened on Drag Race? Because I watched the little clip. Oh, the one. <laughs> it was going around the internet. I love him. He's so <laughs> sweet and shy and beautiful. All right, well, what's happening on the soundtrack, mate? One Republic, Start Again is a great song. With logic. Yeah. Surprising. This hook oh, We love a tick. We love a Z tick. Start again. I missed when Ryan was doing this. Yeah. What period was this? This was like the. He did one with like gym class heroes. Yeah. He did a BOB song. A classic era. Yeah. Just in case anyone didn't know, uh, I have loved Ryan Tedder for uh, since 2007. <laughs> no, you liked him before it was cool. No, it was. That's literally not true. It was when Apologize was a hit, which was just the starting point for all people. I, got my up and I, can't I forgot about this song. Yeah, listening to this now, it's wild that anyone thought this was going to be a radio hit here. <laughs> you know what should have been a radio hit here? Back when we were kids. What is this? So good. Does um, B.O.B. still think the earth is flat? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Same as Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. What a club. <laughs> what a club. Um, is that it? No, Maribel, Maribel. No, hang on, I want to do one more album alert. Album alert. Album alert. Album. Good friend of the podcast, Matthew Young, put his EP out. Oh, good on him. Why don't we do an album alert for uh, Delta Goodrum's <laughs> Olivia Newton-John album? Alert. Album. devoted for you. Um, I watched an episode of that, and it's literally <laughs> the worst acting performance I've ever I've seen in my awful. entire life. Twitter decides. You guys always decide the first song of the podcast, and you relegate one song, you awful people, to the end of the podcast, which is what you've done with Maribel's masterpiece. I'm a mess without you. I think I'm what they call a lost cause. But baby, but you know what? That's a good thing because I like to finish on a high, and this is a good high. 
Can we talk about how when we put up the poll today, of course, it was very close. Leland only won by 20%. That minimalism I was talking about. Love it. Perfect. Um, Maribel tweeted Leland saying, I should probably say my song, but run into you is such a jam. And then Leland said, I'm a mess without you is such a bop. That hook. Oh, we love our friends. Oh my God, they should work together. Okay. Legends supporting legends. And shout out to uh, Maddie. Shout out to Um, Maddie. We love both of you. We love power couple of the century. There's something that's been left out of this episode that's really, really important. What is it? Grace hasn't talked about a key event. <gasps> Has that been since the last podcast? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think some people got married. Oh, my God. The royal wedding? Is that what we're talking That's about? That's what we were alluding to, uh, yes. Well, I was like, oh, my God, did somebody actually know get married? And I just spoke about the royal... Oh, it was beautiful. It was divine. Congrats, Megan. Congrats, George and Charlotte. They both look beautiful. Poor Louis didn't even get invited. Um, he was like three weeks old yeah. but I was at a gay wedding <laughs> I was watching a French gay movie about actor <laughs> We were all I on our bull- the whole way through. We were all on our bullshit <laughs> On our absolute peak us I'm a mess without you. Bye friends Goodbye, I'm Hungies <laughs> And um, I love Miles Heiser See you next episode with Nicole Miller's new album, Excuse Me. Putting out an album? Friday.